Hi there, everybody. Welcome on back in. Uh, so today we've already talked to David Rubin. We talked to him from Israel uh, about the goings on there and the current Hamas situation and why uh, we should not take uh, and, and misread the pulling back of some people from the conflict from Israel as uh, folding their tent. That is not what they're doing. Uh, there's an awful lot of in the news today that can be misrepresented and misunderstood. Let's make sure we don't do that here at home either. And for that, we go to Capitol Hill to our own third district representative, also your candidate for Senate, uh, Jim Banks. Uh, Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, my friend. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Nice to have you here with us. So, Congressman, uh, talk to me about the. Now, I, I talk, I'm going to talk to uh, Martin Carbaugh coming up uh, in the next hour about this is not a spending year down at the state house that can't be said at the nation's capital in fact you can never say that it's going to be a big spending year i think there's going to be a big spending fight what's your take well yeah we have we're two weeks away from a uh, another government shutdown if if congress can't pass a long-term spending deal so when we go back into session on monday that's what we'll be focused on the new speaker, Mike Johnson, said no more CRs, no more omnibuses. We're going to pass a long-term uh, spending deal that reflects the priorities of the Republican majority. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold Speaker Johnson to that, that pledge that he made uh, before Christmas when they passed the last CR. I've, I voted against it. I wish that we would have used the leverage of that moment to secure the border and cut spending. That's why I voted against it. But I was glad that the speaker said, we're not going to do that again. Now we have two weeks to. And I hope that'll be the case. By the way, um, I'm a big fan of Martin Carball. He's one of the hardest working yep. Republicans yep. in northeast Indiana. I, for the life of me, I can't understand why he's a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, well, you know, some guys, they just don't hold up well under the stress of legislation. And so <laughs> give him heck for me. Yeah, I, I think I will. Um, so, um, looking into this session, okay, um, do you think, just being very candid with each other, because uh, whether it's you or whether it was Marlon Stutzman before you or uh, whether it was uh, uh, the congressman before him, do you think that Johnson can hold the line and that you can actually get a non-CR spending bill do you think that can and will really happen with the limited leadership that you have and the limited margin that you have of majority in the house yeah we're now down to a two-seat republican majority we started out with a five-seat republican majority they kicked santos out i thought that was a bad idea obviously once he's convicted uh, he should be removed from congress but they kicked him out so that's my that's minus one then Former Speaker Kevin McCarthy quit uh, official at the end of the year, so that's down another one. And then this week, Bill Johnson, a Republican from Ohio, announced that he's leaving to go be president of a college in eastern Ohio. So that that, that shrinks us down to a two-seat Republican majority at a time when that's really, really critically important that Republicans stick together on a spending fight. Well, and, um, and regardless uh, of which party you're with, a two-seat majority is like nothing. That's right. So, yeah, but, we, but but it's still a majority, Pat. We have to use the leverage of the majority, and I think this is important. Republicans, 60 House Republicans were down at the southern border this week with 
Speaker Johnson talking about our top priority in securing the border. And, and this is relevant to the spending fight because I'm not uh, representing Northeast Indiana. I am not going to vote for any spending bill that, that continues to fund the broken border policies of the Biden administration. We've got to secure the border. So even though it's a two-seat majority, it's a majority, and Speaker Johnson has a, has a responsibility to leverage the majority uh, to cut spending and secure the border. I'm not, I'm not voting for it. With the Republicans that were down at the border, were you one of them? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in Indiana this week campaigning around the state for the United States Senate. I'll, I'll get back to the border at, at some point in the near future. It's, a, it's important to go there, to see it, to tell the story about how broken our southern border is. But uh, I'm, I'm glad to be in the Hoosier State this week. Well, and, and you've certainly uh, done uh, yeoman's work down there at the border, and, uh, and I certainly expect to see you down there again. My, my question is relative to the fact that the Republicans were just down there, and how many, how many were there? I think there were around 60 Republicans. A large group of House Republicans went with the Speaker. I, we were all invited, and you know that's a big group. And I don't know if you saw some of the video or the, the pictures, Pat, but there were illegals crossing the river right behind the Speaker's press conference. I mean, it was really, really crazy to see it, but that's how, that's how bad and out of control 300,000 illegals Crossed the border last month, the, the highest month on record, a broken record, not a good record to break. And we've had more illegals come into the United States under Joe Biden's watch in the White House than the entire population of the state of, of our state of Indiana. That's how bad this is with long term repercussions that are going to cripple America, I believe, for a generation to come. Yeah, it's 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 unconscionable. You know, and, and then, you know, I had a story early, uh, earlier where I was talking about Corinne Jean-Pierre, and she was trying to tell us in one of her press conferences the other day that what's happening at the border is not unusual. It's, it's nothing unlike what it's been before. It's nothing like what it's been before. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts to hear them talk like that. I mean, they know it's a problem. Democrats in the House and the Senate know this is a problem, but they can't address it because they— they know that their policies are directly to blame uh, for the for the crisis at the southern border. The drugs coming across the border, the crime that comes with it, and the illegals coming into this country and what, what comes with that, that has uh, very bad repercussions. So they know that their policies are directly responsible, but they know it's a problem, and it's going to be a, a major political problem for them headed into the November, uh, this, no, this November election uh, year coming up. You know, I think it's very good uh, that you have the staff that you have there with you on Capitol Hill. They have always been very open for us. They've made you available to us. They've gotten me information when I've needed it, when I wasn't exactly talking to you at the time, but just some info that I needed for the show. Um, Are you hoping that most of that staff will make the switch to you uh, should you, in fact, this coming fall, should you win the Senate seat here in Indiana? I, I hope so. And and my, one commitment that I'll make uh, on this show to your listeners is when I'm the United States senator for the whole state of Indiana, I'm going to make my state office planted in Fort Wayne in northeast Indiana. That will be that will always be our home and our focus. And um, we're, we're not getting the cart before the horse, though. We have the primary coming up in May. We're running hard. We're not taking it for granted. The campaign's going very well. I got the best staff in the 
in the in the whole state of Indiana, the representing Northeast Indiana. And this is, by the way, Pat. This is my win or lose the Senate race, and I, you know, I have a good feeling about it. I think we're moving toward winning. Yes. Um, this is my last year serving in the House and serving the third district of Indiana, the best congressional district in the whole country. And my staff and myself, we're going to work hard over this final year to do everything that we can to provide the not just the representation, but the service to Northeast Indiana that the third district, the third district uh, deserves. And, um, you know, we're going to be my, my staff, Tanner Spencer, running our district office out of Fort Wayne, covering the covering the district and David Keller, our chief of staff in Washington. We're going to we're going to we're going to knock it out of the park over the next year for Northeast Indiana. We're proud to do. It. Yeah. Yeah. You do have a great staff and you're exactly correct. The third district and this is, you know, being a homer, it's easy to say this, but the 3rd District really is an incredible congressional district and has been for quite some time. If you go all the way back uh, from the time that uh, that uh, Congressman Souter, who had defeated Jill Long and removed her from that office, and then he, of course, uh, a few elections later had to bow out because of some indiscretions in his own life, um, we had uh, the congressman who filled in after he left. We had Congressman Stutzman, who now is running again. I think it's kind of an unusual thing. The guy that had the seat before you is now the guy that wants to have the seat after you. Uh, but he and his wife, uh, Christy, they did a great work there at the barns there in Napanee. And uh, they have made it possible, really, for that whole area, business-wise, to be saved with the great work that they've done. And he told me that he felt like that, you know, the business was back uh, to the point where he could he could step back in. So I don't see us missing a mark here at all. Uh, if we have if we have Marlon stepping back into the third, you step up to the Senate. Mike Braun, who has been an incredible uh, senator for the state of Indiana, stepping into the state house. I don't think that there's anybody that could stand up against the state of Indiana and certainly stand up against the third district. Well, one thing I've I never forget is how conservative and patriotic Northeast Indiana is. And when you go to Washington to represent Northeast Indiana, you're you're fighting for conservative values, and that that's always been my my focus. But Indiana is a conservative state too, and Indiana deserves a conservative fighter in the United States Senate who's pushing back not just the, the, against the radical left pat, but against squishy Republicans in the Senate who don't step up and fight back and. Uh, that, that's what Northeast Indiana is looking for in their leadership, Senate, House, Governor, and and I'm I'm proud to I'm proud to do my part and carry the banner for conservative principles representing our area. And we're very proud to have you being our banner carrier again, as always. Third District Congressman Jim Banks, uh, Congressman, thank you very much for being available today. Uh, best of luck as you guys start a new season of legislation, and let's hope that in the middle of running for office for the Senate. Let's hope that we're able to uh, stand there in the gap and to bring all this stupid spending, start to close that down so we don't have to live from CR to CR. And the deadline on that, again, is what, the 19th? That's right. There are two different dates, uh, the 1st of February and the 19th, two different buckets of, of spending. So uh, either way, we got we, to your point, we got to cut spending. I, I voted against big spending. Under President Trump, I voted against big spending under President Biden. Um, we, a thirty-four trillion dollar national debt that we just passed. So, this is our opportunity to do something about it. That's what I'm going to fight for. 
Congressman Banks, for your time today, sir. Thank you so very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good day. You too. Podcasts by Federated Media.